You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Tuesday at 12, and this is Aperture and Shutter Speed, the photography radio show where you can learn and share your love for photography. I'm your host, Chelsea Williams. I'm a professional portrait photographer in Conroe. If you have any questions or comments during this show, you can uh, comment on Aperture and Shutter Speed's Facebook page, and you can always find out more about the show on IRLoneStar.com. So today I have a great show. I have my friend Jessica... <laughs> I messed up your first name. No. <laughs> Jessica Musselman uh with me here today and jessica has an interesting background in theater tv and everything she's doing in makeup right now so we're going to hear about that in a few minutes and i just wanted to say thanks for coming on (laughs) and um also later in the show i'm going to be answering some questions about photography that non-photographers asked and they just had uh some random basic questions we're going to go over all those for anybody that's interested and around the area, um, the Woodlands Camera Club on May 27th is doing a field trip to coffee and classic cars. Uh, it's in Houston. Uh, it's 8 a.m. So if you're interested in getting up early and going to shoot with other photographers, that's great. <laughs> and then June 5th, the Camera Club is doing a, their general camera club meeting from 7 to 9 p.m. about aerial drone photography. So you want to mark those on your calendar and go to thewoodlandscameraclub.org for their full calendar and details. Uh, if you're a PPA member, you can check out the free webinar. Um, this Thursday is Making a Life as a Fine Art Photographer at 1 p.m. from Thomas Dodd is teaching it. Um, so the webinars are my favorite because you get some great learning from uh, master photographers all over the country and you don't even have to get out of your pjs to do it so ppa.com if you're a member uh, and professional photographers guild of houston on june 8th is having a full day workshop from nine to four on refining and operating a home studio so nikki lowell is going to be teaching that and you can look at that and everything else ppa pbgh has going on at pbgh.org so get to what I always ask, which is what have you been taking pictures of lately? Um, so be sure to post your pictures on our Facebook page and tell us uh, your cute stories of what you've been out doing. And um, I, I'm going to ask you, Jessica, what you've been taking pictures of lately. Well, mine is the, uh, I guess, the the typical brand new mommy answer, right? I have a three month old at home. So we've been taking lots of lots and lots of baby pictures. There's never really any pictures of baby and mommy, of course. I think yes. uh, that's kind of dad's responsibility. So he'll, I should tell him to ramp that up, I guess. Um, but tons of, you know, he's, Calvin is his name. He's three months old as of May 21st. So he's just starting to giggle and smile and do all those cute photos, not just like a staring newborn kind of in shock look. look. So um, the pictures are getting cuter, but it's definitely my Instagram is on baby overload. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I... I think with babies, no matter what they're doing, you're going to get a million likes on it anyway. It's amazing. I can post like some of the greatest information that I find valuable or like a picture of something really cool. And then it's Calvin doing something silly. And it's like three (laughs) times as many likes as as what I find, you know, of course, I find Calvin interesting as well, but you know what I mean. It's it's so funny. Everybody all loves a cute baby. They sure do. But they I think sure you're right. Do. You got to get on daddy about um, taking more pictures of y'all together. That was um, the hardest thing for me is because, you know, I was always taking pictures of my kids and then taking pictures of my kids with daddy. And, you know, I look through what I have and I have nothing right. of me with them right. at all. Even in the hospital when he was just born, I think it took like till day three um, to actually, I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't taken a picture with my kid yet. Everyone else yep. and their mom has, but I haven't. So it is, it's hard to be like, that's right. I, you know, I this is mom. my baby. Right, right. I should be in these too. <laughs> yeah. When I, uh, when I had my son, um, I, I actually got up and started taking pictures. Like I had a C-section, but I still got yeah. up and started taking pictures of everybody. And, you know, I'm like, okay, go close to the window. It's good light. And so we do. We have these pictures of my husband and my daughter with him. We have pictures of Nana and Papa with him, you know, grandma with him. And then you're looking at it and there was like 
maybe one picture of me right after the surgery looking terrible. <laughs> and I'm like, what happened here? And then, you know, occasionally I'll, I'll ask my husband, I'll be like, can you just take a picture of me and the kids? But since I'm a photographer, I'm, I'm kind of picky. <laughs> me too, as a makeup artist, like I didn't want those initial hospital photos because I was like, yeah. I look dead. Yeah. And everyone's like, give yourself a little grace. You just had a baby. <laughs> But it's like, I want those beautiful, right. you know, I still wanted the photo, but I was like, I need 10 minutes to at least put on a little mascara or something because I'm going to hate these, you know, we're, but we're always the hardest critics on ourselves, I guess. Absolutely. And, you know, I just think it, it is hard because I would ask my husband and take pictures and I'm like, no, not like that. And he's just like, I give up. Right. Not right. doing that. <laughs> oh, too funny. Yeah. But I could go on and on about pictures with my kids. <laughs> I think every mommy can, especially you being a photographer, mommy. You know? Yes, exactly. And but, you know, this past week I actually did get pictures of me, which was very rare. Um, I was at that workshop in in Florida with Megan DiPiero, and uh, she's just an incredible photographer. So the first two days of the workshop were about business. And so we were, you know, in a conference room talking just the business side of of you know, being a photographer. And it was amazing. And then on the last day, we went to her studio and there was four of us in the workshop because it was really hands-on. But we each had a session with her and we had full hair and makeup and we just sat around and watched each other's sessions and we were just blown away. It was like the coolest thing, just watching Megan work with each of us. And then at one point, my job, like each of us had like little assistant jobs <laughs> and... um but, you know, it was very rare for me to be in pictures and to be like, especially just me. You know, if I'm in pictures, it's usually me and my kids or something like that. But to have pictures of just me was so completely unusual. And, you know, I went in thinking, OK, like the the deal was part of the workshop is that she was going to give two images. And so in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I don't need a lot of pictures of me. Two images is going to be great. And then after a like experiencing all of it and getting all gussied up and um, watching each other's sessions and stuff. She went over the images with us and I'm like, oh my God, this is like the first time I've ever, one, had pictures of just me and that they were like really amazing. And um, you get attached to them. Yeah. You're like, I can't, I can't uh -huh. choose. Like, and everybody, and you know, I was like, well, maybe I'll let go of that one. And everybody else was like, no, <laughs> like you can't let go of that one. And, you know, for me, that was like, that's what I want my clients to feel. I want my clients to be like, I did not know I could look this amazing and feel like they can have a picture of just them without their kids and not be ashamed of that. Because I think some people feel bad. Like, you know, if I'm going to get a picture, I should also, and yeah, also bring your kids to a session if you can. But don't feel bad about having like one really amazing picture of yourself. Absolutely. You deserve it. And um you know, I've kind of, I haven't been talking about it a lot, but I've kind of been on this weight loss journey too. And so it's like a, for me, it's like a transformation thing. And um, so the girls at that workshop didn't know me before. And they start looking through pictures on my Facebook and they're like, oh, I wouldn't even recognize you. And I'm like, really? Like, um, so it's kind of, I don't know, it was a really cool experience. And of course, I'm like anxiously awaiting um she was doing retouching and stuff and then she's going to send them to us. And I'm like, Oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait for these, but I, I want to be able to transfer that to my clients of, you know what, you can have pictures of yourself and that's going to be awesome. And you need to feel beautiful and get your hair and makeup done. And because, you know, for me, that was like the first time I ever had my hair and makeup done. I didn't even get my hair and makeup done when I got married. Oh, wow. So this was extra special. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, when I grew up, my mom's like, I don't understand why people can't do it themselves, <laughs> you know? She's just really old school. And so, like, when I got married, it wasn't even um, a consideration, really, for hair and makeup. That's funny. And so for this, it was, like, a brand-new thing for me. And even though I promote this for, like, my clients, doing it for me just reinforces, you know, yes, this is something that everybody should get to experience and feel beautiful for a day. And then after that, I ran... Uh, straight to the airport <laughs> like looking oh, absolutely fabulous absolutely for your flight fab fabulous. <laughs> and well it was funny because like I knew what time my flight uh, left my flight left at like 4 45 and but we were sitting around and we were watching each other's sessions and um 
we were just like looking at everything and time went by so fast and i was like oh my gosh it's 3 10 and i hadn't even left yet but you made it i made it like, oh my goodness that's <laughs> that's fortunate yeah and, and so like i'd ask because i didn't have a car and so i'd ask one of the girls to take me to the airport and then she starts getting lost like we we could see the airport but we couldn't get into it and i'm like oh my god i'm gonna be late but um, so I'm like running to my plane with my hair and makeup and my eyelashes Your hair flowing backwards, yes. <laughs> like glamour shots running through the airport. <laughs> so anyway, that was my experience. And um, um, yeah, it was just an interesting week. And then, as you know, we hit the I hit the ground running. And when I got back, I went straight back to work and uh, had a very busy and productive week. <laughs> That's a good thing. Rejuvenated. Yeah. From your everything you learned. That's Everything the best I way. learned, and I came back with a great appreciation and kind of experience from my client's point of view. And, um, yeah, so it makes me want to talk even more about what you do as a makeup artist because I've personally experienced it now. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. I can't wait to tell you all about it. Okay, yeah. so we're going to take a little bit of a break, and then when we get back, we're going to hear all about your background in makeup artistry. Do you need creative, strategic, outside-the-box thinking to increase brand awareness, drive traffic to your website, or make the phone ring? Then give I Promote You a call at 713-992-1995. I Promote You is your marketing partner for all your promotional needs, empowering your brand via targeted marketing solutions. Visit our Facebook page at I Promote You Strategic Marketing to sign up for email marketing tips for a chance to win and add in our next newsletter. and shutter speed i am chelsea talking photography and makeup with jessica who is a, a makeup artist and so i wanted you to tell a little bit about what you do now and um makeup artistry and um kind of everything you do and then we're gonna get into like what led up to that all righty that sounds good so Basically, in a nutshell, I guess I, I'm a makeup artist out of based out of the woodlands, but I do travel, you know, all over this area. I've even for a few special occasions or special clients or friends, I've traveled like to Dallas to do mainly weddings there. So um, I'll do I love to work with photographers like you, Chelsea, um, just because especially with a picture, you can snap a shot. And if you're like, oh, she needs a little more blush or, you know, the client may have tried to do something more bold, like a red lip and they decided they hate it. You know, we have the ability to switch it up. Yeah. Um, so I love, you know, st not necessarily studio work because a lot of the times it's outside, but photography work is is so much fun for me. But then I also do weddings and um, that's that's a whole nother animal. It's interesting and fun. So I do them maybe once a month or so I don't try to pack my calendar with them because it is um as as we'll get into in a minute I have a, a background in TV so it's it's a little more like that live show because you know there's a little more stress of you yeah. know this this gal's about to walk down the aisle so she's feeling a little anxious and um and then there's bridesmaids buzzing around everywhere so it's a it's a little crazier but it is fun to be a part of that world so I do I do a few weddings and then um Oh, a few one-offs of like prom, for example, or in the woodlands, there's always some kind of gala or, you know, a red carpet night, something going on, right? With the kind of the, the elite in the woodlands, mm -hmm. right? That they want to come out and get their makeup done before a special event, just, you know, for a little pampering. Um, also a lot of maternity work, which those, that goes back to photography as well. So headshots, maternity, mm -hmm. um, engagements, bridal portraits, those sort of things. Anything that you just want to feel a little extra, kind of one of my mottos, I guess, is... Um, I'm not necessarily one of like the heavy glam makeup artists um, because that definitely serves its place. I just like to help you uh, feel like the the most beautiful version of yourself. I don't want for a bride, exa for example, I don't want her to walk down the aisle and her, you know, man standing at the altar being like, well, that kind of resembles the right. lady I proposed right. to. I don't want you to look so made up that you're um, completely transformed into another person. I want you to just look and feel the best version of yourself. So that's people kind of seek me out for more of that natural, just enhancement sort of right. thing. So I do a little bit all across the board to answer your question in the makeup artist world. Uh, but it's, it's a lot of fun and I really enjoy it. I love when 
a client, you know, at what, right as we finish their makeup, they look in the mirror and they go, oh my gosh, I didn't know I could look like right? this. Or I didn't know I could wear false lashes. Or I didn't know I could wear a pink lipstick and feel confident. You know, it's it's really exciting to help people feel confident and just feel really um, special for their, for whatever it is their need is. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, my thing is, is I'll put my makeup on and I'm like, oh yeah, I think that looks good. And then somebody will take a picture of me and it looks like I'm wearing nothing. Right. And so I think it is just somebody else like understands like you understands what it takes for the right makeup to look good in a picture. And, um, you're there to like touch it up because then if you, if you know, I start shooting and it's, you know, oh, that's not quite enough. You you can touch that up. Right, exactly. Or if someone's not used to contouring, for example, but it, you know, a lot of the times it almost takes a little bit of a pep talk for the client. Right. Because I end up with a lot of clients that, that aren't necessarily makeup junkies, right? Yeah. So they aren't used to wearing makeup. But for photography, especially, you want, um, you know, you need your... Like, for example, the nude lip is very popular right now. Oh, okay. gosh. Well, nude lip <laughs> photography, it looks like you don't have lips. Yeah. So a lot of, you know, the, my younger clients or a lot of the ones that don't wear a lot of makeup are tend, you know, tend to lean towards a really neutral lip. But I'm like, okay, I, I fully understand where you're coming from because I like a good mm-hmm. nude lip too for out and about during the day. Um, but for the photos, we want to put a little bit of a color on there. So it looks like you have lips, you know? So it's, it's really interesting to kind of help them learn those sorts of things too, because like you said, you feel like, you know, in the photo, you don't have anything on, but in the daylight, you look completely great, right? Uh, Because in the daylight is one thing and actually, you know, for the photo is a whole nother story. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it is, you know, that's another thing I learned last week, just watching other people's shoots because the first girl came out of uh, makeup and to me, it was too much. And I was like, you know, oh, goodness. Like, and I think look part, like a clown. I think part know, of yeah. it is I'd been sitting with that girl two days in a workshop when she hadn't worn anything. And so it was the first time I really saw her with makeup. And it was a lot. And I was like, I was like, oh, my gosh, how is this going to look? And then, you know, I saw her pictures and I'm like, it works. Like, and, and, but she was taking more dramatic images. Right. She wasn't going for a natural look. And, um, you know, and then when my shoot came around, the makeup artist asked, like, do you usually do more natural or whatever? And I told her, I was like, yeah, I'm kind of more natural. I'm not like super dramatic. And I don't know what she did, but it looked amazing. And it was very natural. Like you could see freckles on my face still. And, you know, I was like, wow, like, I don't know. I was like, you're really good at what you do. I definitely could not have done that. (laughs) Right. Because that's that's like what I was saying with the more natural look, right? Like you want you know, like the freckles, especially if someone identifies themselves, you know, like, like some people have lots of freckles around their cheeks and their nose, the bridge of their nose and everything. And that's part of what makes them them. So you want, you don't want to cover all that up with a bunch of foundation and make it super cakey and thick and all of that. You want, you want them to still see those things and still identify with the photo that, oh, that's me. And, um, you know, but you still felt absolutely beautiful and it was just the right amount for what you were looking for. Yeah. And she did put lashes on, which it sounds weird to say natural and lashes. But, but it um, can be done. Absolutely. It, it, it worked. And but for me, I was like, there is no way ever I'd be able to do that by myself. Like their <laughs> lashes are um, their their own animal. And it's something you definitely have to practice and work towards. <laughs> I have a makeup artist I work with. And it's so funny. She's traveling to New York. If she hears this later, she's going to probably kick me. Um, but she's traveling to New York later and uh, for uh, later this week for a special mm-hmm. event. And she's like, Jess, we need to go over like a lash class because I can put them on our clients. No problem. But I can't put them on myself. <laughs> and I'm like, you've been doing this forever. You totally can. I believe in you. Right. And uh, but it is it's awkward to put them yeah. on yourself. It's definitely. And I mean, it's it's something too. you know, trial and error, you know, exactly. over time to learn how to put them on another person, too. Um, but it's, it's, it's definitely takes skill or takes practice and you can, you can get the skill, you know, but it's like riding a bike once you know how you can do it forever. Yeah. But you know, when she was doing that, I was like, thank goodness you're here because I would never be able to do that. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You know, it's not something I do on a regular basis. It's not something I'm going to practice. So, (laughs) um, so yeah, there, I think there's, there's a huge importance in having a professional to do certain things. You need a professional for pictures, and sometimes you need a professional for makeup. <laughs> right, right. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about what got you involved and, like, started in makeup? Absolutely. So I'm a, I'm a native Woodlands 
Woodlandser. I don't know, Woodla- Woodlandian. I don't know what you call <laughs> someone from the Woodlands. Uh, but at, at the Woodlands High School, so I graduated in 2006. And the theater department there, I, I'm sure it's still absolutely fabulous. But when I was there, it was almost like being at a conservatory, right? It was, it was, which I loved. It was very strict. And, you know, if you were late, you did push-ups. Like, I mean, we, it was a hardcore theater department. And I loved that they ran it that way because it really set our expectations high for multiple things mm-hmm. in the real world, right? And um, one of the things to become, um, for graduation, like if you wanted to, your chords to be like an honor thespian, you couldn't only act. You had to have some kind of backstage experience as well. And, um, and so I decided, okay, I could do some costumes. So I did a little bit of that. And then I also did makeup. And that's really where I realized like, oh, this is pretty cool. I love this. And um, and so I learned, you know, with a little bit more of the heavy, uh, you know, the heavier uh, cosmetics that, that you know, are more for theater, for mm-hmm. stage, because especially, you know, talking about a natural look during the day versus um, right. a, a photograph, there's definitely a difference. Lots more heavy makeup when you're on stage to an audience, because that's a huge, you know, oh, yeah. you, you can look very washed out. You, you, there's no nude lips on stage, that's for <laughs> sure, especially, you know, because the audience is sitting so far away from the actor. So I learned, you know, how to, how to create, you know, old age makeup or turn, we did honk one year, right. And we were all like ducks and, and, you know, it's the story (laughs) of the ugly duckling. So we had to kind of transform the people into animals. There were cats in the show, that sort of thing. So really uh, got creative with the makeup. And then that just sort of led me, you know, that was more like a hardcore experience because obviously we don't walk around with stage makeup all the time. Uh, But that was the initial interest that where that was started. And then I just kind of harvested that over the years. Um, I was in a sorority in college, so people would kind of come pay me in wine and I would do their hair and makeup, (laughs) that sort of thing. And um, but of course, that was more of a natural look and uh, but or with lashes, you know, glammed up a little bit for an event. And then um, later I moved into TV news and uh, much to, I don't know, contrary to popular belief, you don't have a hair and makeup artist on standby when you're local news. Um, and so we all had to do our own hair and makeup, you know, and so the makeup there at the station was really where I, I realized, okay, there is a difference between day makeup and, or everyday looks and then, um, for camera, for photography, that sort of thing. So I just kind of fine tuned my skills that way, you know, so mine is, there's a whole lot of makeup artists that are, you know, the YouTube generation, right? There's a whole bunch of homegrown makeup artists on YouTube. I kind of fit in with that without the YouTube following, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I like it that you had a decade of interest. It's not just something like, oh, I decided I'm going to do this. And right. It's it, didn't, it didn't start yesterday. Yeah. yeah. So you've had like a whole decade of just learning and growing and perfecting it. And definitely if you did your own makeup on TV, that's got to speak volumes. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Because you don't want to look, you know, especially, you know, when I was, let's see, I guess I was there around 2010 or so if I'm doing my math correctly. And so, you know, HD is huge, right? And HD doesn't forgive. No. So when you're under HD camera, you know, running the traffic, as much as you'd like to think that, you know, your viewers are just paying attention to what you're saying about the traffic accidents, they're really going, oh my goodness, you know, how is her, how's her makeup? Or, ooh, she looks funky today. What's on? What's (laughs) off? Or, ooh, there's a hair out of place. Or that belt doesn't look great. You know, they, they really scrutinize the, the reporter or the yeah. anchor, you know, so that was something that was a little nerve wracking for me when I was first going on air, uh, because I wanted to make sure, you know, at least that was set, you right. know, especially loving makeup and, and now being a makeup artist at the time, I wasn't identifying myself as a makeup artist, but, um, you know, you were really extra hard on, or I was extra hard on myself. So, um, so that's one of the, you know, things that really got me into it was like, Oh, this looks good on air. And then other people kind of started being like, hey, what what line are you wearing? Or what, you know, what looks good? Or how do I do this? Or how do I do that? So it was a lot of fun um, at the station because then it kind of sparked a new a new group of, or a new uh, topic of interest, I guess. Exactly. And I can imagine that that creates a little um, competition between the anchors. <laughs> there is a lot of competition in a lot of different ways because um, I was a producer as well as the, the fill-in traffic uh-huh. reporter. And uh, so it does. You always want to look the best, be the best, have the best story, have the best show, have the best rundown, have the best timing, have all of those. You know, everything is a competition. Which I think is really funny that you're talking about when everything went to HD, looking at the makeup. Because as a photographer, when everything went to HD, my thing was is I could tell what kind of lights they were using by how hard the lights were on the top of their head. That's so interesting. And so they'd be shooting an outside scene and they've got like this really hard light on the top of their head. And I'm just like, ugh, like it looks like so artificial that I was like, I hate HD because everything looked 
so fake. Like you could see where everything was. You could see mm-hmm. the highlights on everything and tell what like they were using. Right. And That's so funny. It drove me crazy. That's so funny because <laughs> someone like me, I'd be like, oh, it was really sunny outside, you know, because I don't know right. lighting as much as I would like to, you know, when it comes to photography and stuff. And so it's I love hearing like one change, right? Like HD for, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, my makeup up close. And you're, you, the change for you is all the lighting or whatever. You know, it's so funny how one thing can mean so many, you know, mean so many changes to different different people. Right. Exactly. But, um, uh, I don't know. So, you know, you just got to remind yourself, you know, you may be focusing on the fact that your makeup was a little out of place one day, but maybe there's people like me that didn't even see that. Right. Right. (laughs) Exactly. It's comforting. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. We're going to take one more little break and I have a bunch more um, to talk about with you when we get back from break. So hang with us on Aperture and Shutter Speed. Do you need creative, strategic, outside-the-box thinking to increase brand awareness, drive traffic to your website, or make the phone ring? Then give I Promote You a call at 713-992-1995. I Promote You is your marketing partner for all your promotional needs, empowering your brand via targeted marketing solutions. Visit our Facebook page at I Promote You Strategic Marketing to sign up for email marketing tips for a chance to win an ad in our next newsletter. and shutter speed i'm chelsea williams and i'm talking to jessica jessica (laughs) you don't like my first name i guess and jessica's so easy why am i getting tongue-tied okay well we've been talking about photography and how hair and makeup and everything affects that and uh, how it looks on film and so i brought her on today just because like we're teaming up so uh i just wanted to talk a little bit more about um you know, I kind of talked before about my experience last week and how hair and makeup made it like so much more amazing for me. And so that's kind of what we're doing together. It's like we're going to start working together so that, um, you know, I would rather work with one person that can really get to know me and my style and everything than have a bunch of random uh, people that you're not sure of the consistency so I know that Jessica's amazing and that she does great work. <laughs> and I want to have the consistency of knowing that it's going to look amazing every time. So I'm actually going to start including her services in every photo shoot that I do. Because, you know, even, okay, especially as a mom of a newborn, right? If somebody was like, hey, you want to take some pictures with your baby? You were probably up all night and you're tired and you're like, I don't want to spend the time to do this right. and I don't know if I'm going to look good because that's what most new moms say is they're like, oh, I don't want to be in it. I'm not going to look good. I right. don't because you don't feel like yourself. No, you, know, you just you just birthed a human like you shouldn't feel like you're right. And you probably have spit up all over you and all that stuff. So like for me, it's taking that burden away from mom and be like, you know what? It's we're going to pamper you. And a lot of times also people focus so much on the behavior that they forget about mom. And so I'm like, this is just something we're going to do to make you feel good about yourself. And the pictures are going to come out amazing and you don't even have to worry about it. Absolutely. And if it's a headshot or if it's a, you know, any anything, whatever it is you're taking photos for, it's just nice to come and relax and kind of start from scratch. You don't have to right. fuss with your own, especially if you're not confident in makeup. It's uh, it's nice just to relinquish that responsibility to someone else and just sit there and and relax and let yourself get pampered and then feel really great going into your photo shoot because you've had time to unwind and you're not rushing around right. and feeling anxious. And then your pictures don't look funny because you're so stressed about getting there, getting on time. Now you can't smile well or whatever. Yeah. You know, some people get really anxious before taking photos. So it's nice just to have that opportunity to sit and be calm and, mm-hmm. and just feel feel taken care of. Yeah, absolutely. And so that's my goal is to like just in an effort to provide better service to my clients is to give them, you know, that experience where they get their makeup done and they don't have to worry about it. And like you said before, it's going to be the best version of yourself. It's not going to be a completely different person. And I think a lot of people kind of worry about that, too. If I don't want to look not like me, you are going to look like you, just the most amazing version of you. And um it just kind of takes that stress away. And you don't have to like go to the mall and like. <laughs> right. If we, if we come to you, yeah, there's no traffic involved or no parking and all that. 
you know, sitting at the counter, getting, yeah. you know, all of that under under that false lighting, you know, yeah. in the mall, that's not the greatest place to get color match, exactly. to be quite honest, because it's, you know, is is the sun, is that comparable to fluorescent light at right. the mall or is, you know, those sorts of things, not to knock them, they they obviously run a great business because they're in the mall, yeah. right? Um, but it is nice to be able to be under natural lighting or, you know, because you want your foundation to look good in the sun and behind the camera, mm-hmm. you know, because you're probably not going to wash your face and go you know, straight to bed after your right. photo shoot, right? You're going to go back to work or you're going to go out to lunch or something. So you don't want to look like a clown walking around. Exactly. Right? You want to feel feel good behind the camera and, and out on the street. Exactly. And I have had a lot of clients in the past that are like, okay, well, um, after they schedule a session, they're like, okay, I got to, you know, make sure I can get a deal at the mall to go get my makeup done. And I just want to take that step away from them and make sure it's the best. Because also when you go get your makeup done at the mall, they expect you to buy stuff. Like mm-hmm. it's not completely free. They want you to buy something. Absolutely. And so if it's just an all included in your photo shoot, I think it's so much better. And um, I don't know. So like I said, um, I told you before that my parents are about to have their 40th anniversary. And I also told you that my mom is really old school. So, um, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to force her to, to embrace this getting your makeup done thing. And I feel like if I can get her to embrace it, then anyone can, anyone can, yes. anyone can. And it's, I, cause I know the finished product. Like I think I can be confident in it because I know that it's the absolute best. Mm-hmm. And you've experienced it. And which I've experienced is great, it. Right? And one of my biggest things that I like to make you know, if there is a nervous client, right, they've never had their makeup done or they're nervous to let someone else do their makeup, that sort of thing. My biggest stressor, uh, probably because, you know, my mom raised me in a sense where she's like, okay, Jessica, if you're not feeling com- when it comes to even an outfit, right? Mm-hmm. When you're a teenager, you're so self-conscious. She'd be like, if you don't feel good, don't leave the house. Like you have to in that outfit, like right. change into, you have to be comfortable in what you're wearing. Same goes for your face, right? Especially cause that's your, that's your, like your windshield, mm-hmm. right? People see that first. Like when you're, um, it's, it's what they, you know, it's, it's your face. So right. you want to look good on your face. So, um, what I love to tell my clients is, okay, this is, yes, this is me, you know, being, you know, it's, it's an art form, right? Putting makeup on your face, painting, if you will, mm-hmm. um, but I want you to look in the mirror when we're done and say, okay, you know what? I'm not confident when it comes to this, or this isn't really how I normally, you know, if, if they don't do, um, if, if I see them, cause a lot of the times I meet them with no makeup on, right? So this right. is me, uh, projecting what I think looks best on their face or with their eye color, that sort of thing. Um, and if, you know, there's a lot of people that still wear the really heavy, like under, you know, uh, there's an age group, I guess, that, you know, because in the 80s, it was really popular or like early 90s mm-hmm. to wear like a thick black liner on the under eyelashes, right? And nothing on the top. Well, that doesn't, that makes your eye look small. Yeah. It's not really, makeup has a trend. Mm-hmm. You know, there's different, it goes through different um, phases, just like fashion, just like anything does. So for me, uh, you know, I'll, I'll help them see that it's okay to put a little on the top and then, you know, you can blur out the bottom liner right. and you can still feel like you have eyeliner on because you do, but it just, it, it's more with the trend and it's more flattering to your eye shape or your eye color or whatever, what have you. And, uh, but I also always give them the disclaimer that, Hey, it's your face and you're the one that needs to be happy at right. the end of the session. Right. So we can change anything. I was like, there is no offense to me because this is all about you and all about you feeling great. Right. And you know, you know, for me experiencing my shoot last week, I did three different outfits and I felt like I got three different looks. And, um, you know, that's what I'm looking for doing custom sessions with people is especially with teenagers, they may want to do some really funky stuff. So let's do like the classic and let's do, um, you know, something maybe dramatic. And then, you know, you're there, we can mix it up and do something really funky. (laughs) Absolutely. Change it up. Let them be them. Let them express themselves, you know, and makeup really helps with that. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, because you know, trends and you kind of understand what's going on. It's good for, you know, the teenagers to be like, okay, let's, let's mix it up. Let's do something kind of just fun. Yes. I've done a lot of really fun senior portraits, you know, cause yeah. it's like, let's, let's be weird. Let's be whimsical. Let's be sassy. Let's be exactly. whatever it is you identify with or sporty or whatever it is. And you know, you have the classic ones for mom who maybe doesn't want all the wild ones. Right. The ones to send out the, the, you know, <laughs> cards or whatever The Jessica's graduating. Here's her portrait, you know, but, but then also special for her, right. Yeah. To have that or him to have that, you know, the one that really speaks to, to who they are. Yeah. Because, you know, mom's going to get what she wants, but she's also going to get what 
the teenager wants because that's who they are. Yes. And you want them to be them. Yeah. You know, express themselves in a, you know, in a healthy way, of course. But, you know, but like for my one of my most favorite shoots that I did, uh, she's a, she was a theater kid and she really wanted, um, you know, that Annette's out uh, or the uh, antique store out. What is it down yes. you know, on the way to Willis, the I guess, right with the car yeah. going through it. So they went out there. I did, you know, kind of a, you know, winged black eyeliner and red lips and very, uh, you know, very pinup. Mm-hmm. And she had really cute pinup dresses. And they're, you know, she's sitting at the table with a milkshake and a straw and like her cute, How you cute. know, and because she's a theater kid and that was totally her. Yeah. And, it, and they turned out beautifully because she still looked gorgeous. Right. But it was in that 40 setting at Annette and it was so cute. I mean, it, it was just and it was perfect because it was exactly what she was looking for. Exactly. And you know what? I could not do that little winged eyeliner if I tried. It is a challenge. <laughs> it is a challenge. You know, that definitely practice at home before you need to go out somewhere. If you're going to try tackling winged eyeliner for the first time, <laughs> it can yeah. be a mess. <laughs> and I have, I have like every now and then I will watch a few videos because I'm like, oh, that looks super simple. And so I'll watch a video and I'm like um no (laughs) (laughs) yeah and there's all sorts of tips and tricks and you know what most of them I feel like are Pinterest fails it just takes practice yeah you know (laughs) I'm hoping you know my daughter's eight so she's not into she's not gonna be into makeup for a while hopefully but I'm hoping like eventually she'll she'll be hip and with it and watch enough videos that she, she can help, help she can, mom. Yeah, help mom she can out. help me, maybe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that happens all the time. The kid is the one that ends up teaching mom. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm looking forward to see what happens there. Yeah, for sure. For anyway. sure. <laughs> Too cute. Um, so, I don't know. Uh, yesterday, I also asked a few of my friends who are not photographers just um what they had questions about in photography and i was expecting like one or two questions and they like blew up my feed with um all these different things so i'm not sure i'm gonna get to all of them today but i'm gonna start with a few questions and we'll see what we can get through (laughs) and also if you have input because some of these are about having kids and stuff so whatever input you have i want to hear it and um anybody that's listening if you have um things that could help our listeners. We could, we'd appreciate you posting on our Facebook page. So um, somebody put that this weekend they were in some need of advice on how to take better photos with their toddler and to tips to getting them in the mood to take photos and what things were perfect for the kids um, to be up for the adventure of taking the pictures. And um, so I don't know specifically what, happened with them and if it was like more casual pictures or if it was like family photos that their toddler just went crazy on but um I would say before you even start taking pictures you gotta start telling them oh this is gonna be so much fun and we're gonna have amazing pictures to show Nana or we're gonna have some really cute and just start like playing up how much fun you're gonna have um because I think a lot of parents the parents get nervous about it and so on the way to take the pictures they start going okay, well, you better do this or, you know, it's going to be bad. It's going scary. Yeah, not... and mm-hmm. or if you do this, we're going to give you so much ice cream because you're telling them ahead of time that it's a chore. Like it's something bad that you have to do and you have to get through it and then you'll get something good on the backside. That's really good advice. And yeah, I just wouldn't, you know, just make sure you're, you're letting them know it's going to be fun. We're going to have so much fun and not oh let's just get through this right it's not daunting it's it's (laughs) an adventure it's something new and i think a lot of parents do that without realizing it you know they're the parents just get nervous and they don't realize they're doing it but just like don't make it seem stressful or a big deal and i know that it's something you really want but just also just have realistic expectations i think and know that your toddler's gonna run around a little bit and that's okay like it does not hurt anything for your toddler to be running wild. Yeah, that's what toddlers do. <laughs> and usually if you let them run, they'll come back and they'll smile and they'll be happy. But if you sit there while they're running, and be like, no, come back. Why are you doing this? Then you're just going to freak them out and they're definitely not going to do anything for you. Right. <laughs> uh, my other tip on this is like, I don't know, bring bubbles or bring like a board game or something. You know, obviously a lot of people love bubbles and kids love bubbles even if the bubbles aren't in the picture you're gonna get some cute expressions because they're gonna be watching them and yeah. smiling and absolutely and um if you weren't like I guess it depends on what kind of family pictures you want but for young children I think the lifestyle pictures are beautiful mm-hmm. 
And so if you brought a board game and had your family just sitting down and playing a game together, you know, it's a picture where you're all connecting and you're, you know, it's a family time and you're all smiling and happy. You don't have to be looking at the camera. And it's real life. It's real life. So, um, you know, I think something like that is beautiful. And it's not just like sit here and look straight and so don't move. Right. Yeah. For a toddler, I would say just keep it realistic for them and um, just keep it fun. Play some games and maybe even some music. Although my daughter, if you play music, she won't stop wiggling long <laughs> enough for the picture. <laughs> um, anyway, so those are my, my ideas for that one. Okay. And I had somebody else ask, um, how to use their phone to best take photos when they're out and about or you are taking using their phone to take product pictures. I think and, that's a great question because everyone is, you know, so plugged into social media yeah. and what we have at our disposal is our phone. Exactly. And actually your phone is a great resource because product pictures, they're not going to have a long lifespan. You're going to post them to social media and people are going to see them and then they're gone. So you don't really need to spend a tremendous amount of time on them unless it's going in a catalog or something. If it's just for social media, something like that, don't spend a lot of time. So my thing when you're out and about would be to look for great window lighting and natural lighting. I've known food bloggers that aren't professional photographers, but they make sure they always get a seat by the window because they know that's going to get them a the great picture. Right, because right. you can have the most beautiful thing. And if you're in horrible lighting, it it's not going to matter. You're not going to see any of it. And But I think you can get some amazing cell phone pictures just with good natural lighting. That's what I do. Like whenever I post, you know, I love to post client pictures, like the headshots you and I mm -hmm. just did. Um, you know, I have lots of client photos, like on my Instagram, for example. But sometimes people want to see that you know how to do your own makeup, right? right. So I'll just stand by a window and it's a selfie because yeah. I don't even own another camera outside of my iPhone. So that's all I use. Or if I'm taking a product picture, right, to example, like Arbonne Mascara is my most mm -hmm. favorite, right? It's a, it's a mascara that just works wonders, right, for your lashes. So I have a white desk. And I just put it, again, my desk is by the window though. So I'll lay it down by a window. So there's natural lighting and it's just a plain white background. So the product really pops and it still looks like, like it makes a somewhat professional looking photo just right there on your iPhone. So you can really um, do a lot by just, you know, just with the lighting right. like you're saying. That's right. what I found works best in my lifestyle at least. Okay. I got to admit, I totally spaced on the on your product. That's okay. <laughs> but so, that was the perfect, I mean, that's how I, how I do my product yeah, photos. Right. And, um, so let's backtrack a little bit. So you have product photos because you sell. Right. So I have partnered with Arbonne, um, as, as the brand that I use for my makeup right. clients, because so many people, when you talk to someone, um, my favorite story to tell, for example, I think the stories sometimes tell the best, you know, explain the uh -huh. best. I was doing a wedding a few months back and the mother of the bride left her makeup bag at home and she was not scheduled to get her makeup done because she was, she's super sensitive to gluten. She has, um, there's a red dye in almost all like over the counter mm -hmm. cosmetics. And she was very allergic to that. She has this long list, like 20 some odd things she can't have. Right. And it's very hard to find a makeup that is uh, pure enough that, that meets, meets her needs. Right. And so she was almost in tears because she'd left her makeup bag at home and there was no, where we were at the venue, there mm -hmm. was no time to run home, get it, still do, get, do her own makeup and get back. And the bride and I had, you know, she knew about what I used, which like you mentioned, it's Arbon, And, uh, and she knew that it was a safe line and she was like, mom, just give it a try. Mm -hmm. And after I did her makeup, you know, we squeezed her in right between the bridesmaids and everything. So they're still on time for the wedding. And, um, and the mom looked in the mirror and she was like, you put blush on me. I was like, well, yeah, of course. The blush is part of the deal, yeah. right? And she was like, but I can't wear blush because I'm allergic to the red dye. And I was like, well, look, the line I've partnered with that I trust to put mm -hmm. on your face doesn't use that because it's a bad chemical and you don't need it to make a good blush. And now she's an amazing client on the Arbonne side too. We've done her makeup and now she's using the product because it's healthy for her right. skin. So I tell you that story to explain that everything I use, like there's so much gluten intolerance. There's people that are mm -hmm. also really big on cruelty-free items. And I, you know, I've had people be like, Hey, do you, you know, when I, when I'm doing their makeup, be like, to clarify, is this a cruelty-free line? Because I don't want anything on my right. face that tests on animals. Um, or even if they're a vegetarian or a vegan, right. And there's a lot of animal byproduct, which is really gross and a lot of lines out mm -hmm. there. So, so I know that this line meets those needs and, um, and there's just not a lot of the, you know, the last thing I would want is to do a bride's makeup 
and have her walk down the aisle and have an allergic reaction right. to something, right? Because there's just so many allergens out there. So Arvon is a hypoallergenic line. It's all, you know, dermatologist tested, not just approved. And everything that we have, just the ingredient policy is incredibly strict. So I'm confident in the fact that it's a safe, pure makeup line to choose to put on my clients. So they're not going to have a negative right. reaction. Yeah. And as a photographer, I love that. I love knowing that not only am I going to provide a client with excellent makeup, but it's going to be quality. And it's like you said, you're not going to have an allergic reaction. It's not going to be bad for you in any way. It's like the best you can put on your face. And especially here in Houston with the humidity, ugh, it's gotten, especially the last few, like over the weekend was so bad. Um, and I had done a wedding, right? And, and, uh, for the bride and her three daughters, it was her second wedding. And so the three daughters and the bride all needed their makeup done and they needed to, you know, get from the home where we mm -hmm. did makeup to the venue, to the reception, right? So there was lots of in and out. It was on Saturday where it was mm -hmm. kind of rainy, real humid. It was like walking around in a sponge, you know, the lovely Houston <laughs> air we have. And so they needed something that, you know, that they knew that would sit on their face and stay because right. we also, Arbon doesn't have mineral oil, which is a huge ingredient that um, causes, if you've ever noticed like your makeup slips around or you can't get it to stay in place, check your skincare or check your cosmetic, check mm -hmm. your foundation, uh, namely that to make sure that there's not an ingredient uh, called mineral oil or petrolatum or petroleum or any of those, because that's what causes it to really slip around. So that's like a little secret you can use to really uh, make your, especially if your photo shoot is outside, mm -hmm. really will make it last all day and throughout the photo shoot, making sure that they just don't start to look oily and slippery and shiny and all the things you don't want to have to retouch because that'll save the photographer time too. Okay. So if anybody's interested can you give us how to like contact you or follow Absolutely. you or any of that stuff? I'm on Instagram. So as you mentioned at the beginning, my last name is Muscleman. And uh, so it's muscles and makeup dot is, is my hash or my uh, handle. So it's M-U-S-S-E-L-S-A-N-D-M-A-K-E-U-P. Muscles <laughs> and makeup. It's really hard to spell something when you're not writing it out. Right. Um, and uh, we can post that too, I guess. But uh, yeah. muscles and makeup. And then I'm also on Facebook as uh, Jessica Muscleman, makeup artist and independent consultant with Arbonne. Yeah, I think that's a fantastic, like, um, you know, going back and forth with the makeup artistry and quality makeup there. That's really great. Uh, we Works are going to take, yeah, yep. no, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, we are going to take one more break. And then when we get back, I'm going to try to get to one more of these questions. And then I might have to hold off on the other ones until the next show. <laughs> right back on Aperture and Shutter Speed. Do you need creative, strategic, outside-the-box thinking to increase brand awareness, drive traffic to your website, or make the phone ring? Then give I Promote You a call at 713-992-1995. I Promote You is your marketing partner for all your promotional needs, empowering your brand via targeted marketing solutions. Visit our Facebook page at I Promote You Strategic Marketing to sign up for email marketing tips for a chance to win an ad in our next newsletter. Welcome back to Aperture and Shutter Speed. We've been talking about makeup and photography. And um, I answered a few questions before the break on um, questions non-photographers had about photography and how to take better pictures and stuff. So I'm going to try to get to a couple more or maybe just one more of those before we have to go. Um, so another question that a friend asked me was, um, what is a good light camera for a mommy that loves to take pictures and doesn't want to push a bunch of buttons or carry lenses and take cute pictures of her babies. So honestly, this kind of goes back to the previous question we had, which was cell phone. Like, I hate to say that, but if you don't want to carry a bunch of stuff around with you, what do you always have with you? It's your phone. It's your phone. And um, really the camera on my phone is the main reason I upgraded to the seven plus because, um, I love the picture quality and I'm always taking snapshots of my kids and I can do like, it's a fake depth of field, but it's like a depth of field on the seven plus that has the two lenses and you can, um, adjust your, uh, bright, how bright it is and stuff before you snap the picture. So honestly, that would be like the first easiest thing because I really don't see the purpose of people buying the really cheap, um, 
point and shoot cameras anymore because your phone, your phone does is that. just as good, right? Your phone does that. But if you wanted to step up from there, honestly, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, I'm an icon person, but Canon is just as good. I mean, nobody can tell what brand you're using from the picture. Nobody knows. It doesn't really matter. Um, I would definitely stay away from some of the off brands. Um, I would try to stay with one of the, <laughs> one of the well-known brands and, you know, just get something that's like $500 or less consumer end. And if you don't need all the bells and whistles and you don't want a lot of stuff on it, just put it on automatic and you're going to get some decent photos. Like, um, I wouldn't stress yourself out with, you know, trying to figure out manual and all that. Just buy a consumer one and put it on automatic and you're going to get some great pictures. So I don't know. It sounds like something even I would be capable yeah, of doing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I for people that don't want to be photographers, they just want some good pictures. That'd be the best thing. Uh, I had another friend ask me, how do you create depth of field? Um, I've actually talked about this before, but uh, I'm going to go back to it. So depth of field is created by your aperture. So on your camera where it says f 2.8, which you might not have that if you don't, if you're not a professional, but f 5.6, stuff like that. So the smaller number you go, the shallower the depth of field is going to be. Um, and then when you get up to like F22, pretty much everything's going to be in focus at that point. So you got to, when people are playing with depth of field, I would say do some practice shots. Set up on a tripod if you have one or just put your camera in a standard place and um, take a picture of something that's in like the middle of the picture, if that makes sense, <laughs> and put it on an aperture and then stop down and take another picture and then stop down again. And then you, because we're living in the digital age, you can just flip through your pictures and see what's happening every time you stop your aperture down. And of course you got to go um, the other direction with your shutter speed to have a correct exposure, but just go through that. And then when you get down to 2.8, you're really going to see the heavy difference in the depth of field. And the fact that um, what you're focusing on is pretty much, it and everything else is blown out. Um, so I got to some of the questions today and I'm going to save the rest of them for the next show, which we are on every Tuesday at 12 right here on IRLoneStar.com. Uh, thank you to our sponsor, I Promote You, and I will be here next time. Until then, keep on shooting. Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respective video or podcast formats on YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. If you have any questions regarding the show, either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host, contact the station manager at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936 647 3776. This show was recorded in downtown Conroe, Texas at the Lone Star Community Radio Studio. And Lone Star Community Radio reserves all rights to this recording and images.